You're listening to Team Amala, which means no shame in our Chamorro language. My name is Scarlett. And I'm Naomi. And we have no shame in our opinions. So if you don't like it, tune out. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode one of our podcast, Team Amala. Again, my name is Scarlett, and I'm 26 years old, originally born in Saipan, raised in Guam, and I'm currently living in Nevada. Hi, everyone. I'm Naomi. I'm 26 years old as well. Born and raised in Guam, and I currently live in Texas. So to start off our podcast, we wanted our first segment to be around the Chamorro language. Most of our podcasts will be about our Chamorro language, and we just wanted to talk because we like to talk a lot of shit and just laugh with each other. So our first segment is going to be about family, and the way we say family in our language, Chamorro, is familia. I guess I'll start with my family name. My family name is Koshu, but we're called Familia Kang with the K because we're Koksaga. My family name is Flores, Cabeza Flores. Oh, fierce. Cabeza, go. Cabeza, the can, can Cabeza. <laughs> you said I do. Flores, right? Flores? Yeah, Flores. Flores, feminine Cabeza. Mm-hmm. Can, Costu, feminine Costu, can. <laughs> can you stop? <laughs> well, we have to be very authentic when we say anything. Just for reference, nanny means baby in Chamorro. Moving on to family again, um, what are some uh, traditional or family traditions that you have with your family? Like things we we actually do as a family? For me, our family in Cam, we actually have an association. It's called an inetnun. That's another word. Um, Inetnun means association and what I really loved was that we used to have like family reunions and like I said having family in Guam and Saipan we would have like reunions in Guam and Saipan and people would like fly over and we would have like color coordinated t-shirts to show like which generation you were so we knew what uh, generation you were and it was really interesting because I would run into like people that I knew in high school and I didn't know that we had an actual like blood relation. Yeah. And you know, like um, being from Guam, having a really big family, your extended family, you just don't know. Like you could be going to school with like so many family members you won't know. Yeah. I mean, we were just talking earlier that my grandma's middle name is Guevara. And Mm -hmm. you were telling me that your dad's other family is Guevara also. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, my my grandma. Like related. Yeah, my grandma's maiden name is Guevara. So yeah, family, honestly, family is a really big thing. My family didn't do all of that, you know, have family reunions and stuff. I did grow up always having those family gatherings at my grandma's house, even up to this day, Sundays are the days we go to grandma's house right and just like you know spend time together of course when time moves on everyone grows up people move to the states and all that but we still try and keep it traditional right but i was yeah and there's no um there's no full-blooded tomorrow anymore yeah there's not we were mixed with a lot which is unfortunate right at least you know we still know where we came from and i'm really happy that our generation we're coming out with brands and like we're trying to learn more about the language you know i really appreciate that i appreciate people of our generation really taking the the time and the initiative to be more cultural Cultural embracing your your tomorrow roots and that's a part of why we even created this podcast yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah, I mean, I may not um, know how to speak fluently. I wish I did, but um, you know that doesn't that doesn't mean I'm not proud of where I'm from and like our our native tongue. 
Right. And, you know, that's also about, you know, family. Sometimes our family too, like, I guess our parents' generation too didn't really pass that down to us. So, but it's also up to us whether we are going to take the initiative to learn our language. And something that I don't like is as a Chamorro from Saipan, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't like how some people would critique others for trying. And I think that's a part of it where people who were trying to learn the language felt judged. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because I feel that way. Right, and like, I always I, like try to encourage you. You can do. You're doing it fine. You know, it's a start. It's a process. At least you're taking interest. Yeah, like you're not the first person from Saipan who's actually said. She said that um, you know people from Saipan do do judge people from Guam on the way they talk or why they say things certain. Uh, you know, a certain way. Mm-hmm. My grandma really speaking the language to me. And then mm-hmm. I moved to Guam and I kind of lost a little bit of it, but still having like a lot that I remember. I think they need to understand that Guam was very Americanized. I think we need to remember that if we want to preserve our language and preserve our culture, maybe we should take the time to give constructive criticism to our generation because I don't judge people. Like maybe I'll joke around. Like yeah. I always joke around with you, like how you pronounce things, but. <laughs> It's in a fun way. Like, like remember when you're trying to teach me some things, like, and the way I was saying it sounded so Americanized, yes. but that's because I felt pressured and I felt like I was being judged of the way I was saying it until that another day when you told me to, like, say a, a whole, like, phrase and I said it so authentic mm-hmm. because I didn't feel like I was pressured. Right. And, yeah, and so. honestly, I it would be fun to have someone your own age like giving you that encouragement yeah and if any of our listeners are part of that branch or it sounds familiar to you i encourage you ask your parents ask your grandparents and you're probably related to one of you guys listening so right so i wouldn't doubt it feel free to email us at timamalao at gmail.com that's (laughs) t-e-a-m-a-m-a-l-a-o you can even uh you know give us a little breakdown of your family tree even what village you're from like my family we're um from mong mong my grandma we're from mong mong but my grandpa which is a you know a different family name he's originally from jigo right definitely uh email us we have facebook we have instagram we will definitely make a shout out to you on our next podcast and our topic for our first segment is familia familia so just stay tuned for a commercial break All right, everyone, welcome back to our podcast, Team Amalo. I guess before we move on to our next segment, I just wanted to make a quick shout out to my other family names, which is uh, Cabrera, Familian Cabrera, Porto, Familian St. Nicholas Rice, and Familian Santos Sotgui. I didn't even know you were related to Santos. Yeah, so our family name for that is Sogui. Did you have any other family names you wanted to make a shout out to? Yeah, um, my family, Pacentia Santos. And that's Pacentia. my, like I said, yeah, like I said earlier, that's my my grandpa from my mom's side who's originally from Jigo. Wow, Pacentia. Girl, are you sure that's the right name? Because you don't have any Pacentia. 
Sure. Uh, patience plenty. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So we're moving on to our spouses. And in tomorrow we say Asagwahu, which means my spouse. So Naomi, where did you meet your husband? We actually met on Tinder. <laughs> and so when I moved back home from New York, um, I actually just wanted to work on me I got out of a you know a long-term relationship and um I didn't think to like start dating again I, I just started working back at GTA and also too I just wanted to get my life together <laughs> I actually was hanging out with some of my friends and they started talking about um you know how they were on tinder and they're like oh Nomi do you have tinder I'm like no I don't like I'm not into that you know those dating dating apps anymore like I, I'm not I'm not looking for anything or anyone mm-hmm. so they're like oh yo we're gonna you know we're gonna download Tinder for you and you know just just see how it is so they did and post like they were totally actually... slutty skanky photos you know? no so anyways <laughs> they were even like swiping for me but they would show me like whoever pops up and they would like oh you think he's cute or you know you think he's attractive I'm like okay whatever so Tev's um, picture, his profile came up and I was like, oh yeah, he's cute. So I swiped right and I guess the rest is history. Now we're married. Wow. Relationship based on the swipe. Yeah. Swipe, don't wipe. Swipe, don't wipe. <laughs> swipe or no swiping. <laughs> well, you know, I can't really judge you because um, I did meet my husband on Plenty of Fish POF. Oh my so, God! I have right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, me and Brian met, and maybe not gonna. I'm I'm not really gonna go into detail on how we first <laughs> met because I don't know who's listening. <laughs> I mean, you know, but yeah, we met we met online too, and I think that's definitely a generational thing. Like in our generation, we're all about online. You know, we work from home or. We're so uh, technologically savvy. So we met online too. And I was obviously never in a long-term relationship. I was just calling it up. And, you know, (laughs) what can you say? Of course, (laughs) I mean, of course he fell in love with me. I mean, I'm like, amazing. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was was pretty crazy too, like how we met. Like we weren't even... So like the story with me and Tev, like he was only deployed for a short amount of time and we didn't think anything of it we we're just enjoying each other's company you know enjoying the time that. we had I left. remember that she was on the base illegally <laughs> no I was not I was getting passes you stupid I remember when I first um we like, were having time with jobs. you no how dare you I know someone who did that actually I'm not gonna put any names out there but <laughs> that's crazy but I might have been guilty like once but <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, you're a spouse like, now, so it like doesn't after, even matter. Graduating, no young, dumb, and just fucking whatever, anyways. But um, I remember my first FaceTime with you and Tev when you were up there, and I was like, yeah, try her out. I've taught her everything she knows, but not everything okay. I know. Whatever. <laughs> he wasn't even listening, anyways, like when you were saying all of that. But what are some cultural differences, like between your customs and his customs like family wise 
well first off is being family oriented like yes he's very close to his family but I'm way more close to my family like when it comes to you know always being around them always thinking of them and just doing things for them you know for us it's hard to leave our family but for him you know when he joined the army like he only sees his family like once a year for me like I always have to see family and I get really sad like he doesn't get sad I get really sad I get really homesick I can honestly relate to that with Brian too his family is close he has like a lot of extended family too but I think the difference is that like you said, we are a lot more family oriented, like things that would bother me with my family probably wouldn't bother him and his family. Right. Same. Even when it comes to like talking to family every day, like I, my, my parents either always call me or I, I call them every day. Right. And with Same him, he here. probably talks to, yeah, he probably, t- I mean, he, he talks to his brother, which is mostly because they play, you know, they play Call of Duty all the time. So he always hears from him. But, you know, his mom, like there'd be times where I'm, I'm like, oh, did you talk to mom? Like, you know, you should call her, check up on her, you know, and I have to kind of like call him to do that. Me. I yeah. always feel like I'm the one telling him, call your mom, call your dad, call your stepmom. Like with me, it's it's more sentimental, like family oh, outings yeah. or family like get togethers. And then what really freaked me out was there was a death in his family and it's just, it's so different. Like the grieving process is very different. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like with us, we're 14 days of rosaries and then 14 nights of family rosaries. And then, Mm. but with, with their side, it was more like, okay, we're waiting until X amount of months and then we're going to have a wake or, or have yeah. a celebration of life and I, I don't know if it's just a religious thing or is it because we're really like Catholic based but yeah, that was different for me but I mean, it just, it, it's really faith. different yeah like no offense but it was just yeah. really different and it was surprising for me because that's not how I was brought up yeah what about food because Brian oh my goodness he is the first white man in the history who does not like red rice what oh right. my god crazy crazy he did not he did not like Stefau until I started like making it and he surprised me because two weeks ago he was putting soy sauce on his rice <laughs> and I was like when the hell did you change what happened <laughs> Yeah, honestly, food is a big... I think food is what brings Ted and I together. Like, for one, we love to fucking eat. We love food. We will try anything and everything. Like, we're both, like, so open. So when it comes to trying out new things, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm down. Like, we never have a problem when it comes to food. And I think that's that, too, is what brought us closer. Because when we first met, we were always down. Like, we were always um, going out to eat. And I would take mm-hmm. him to like places he's never been to, and I'll introduce him to 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 like you know the local restaurants or like the Chamorro food, and he freaking loves it. Like he always says, "We got to go back to Guam just for the food." Like that's he loves something it so I'm much. so jealous of because Brian didn't like he couldn't eat Jamaican Grill. He doesn't what? like onions. He that doesn't like what garlic. Miss, oh, I love me some Jamaican Grill. I mean, Jamaican Grill is not Guam food. It's Jamaican food, but Jamaican it's local. Crazy. They right. only have it in Guam. 
Right. So, and you know. with Brian, he just is so damn picky. Like, he's all about the oh, hot pocket so lifestyle, that pizza. No. You know, craft <laughs> I mean, mac and cheese. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. I don't know how it... If Ted was picky, I'd probably, like... I don't know what I would do, honestly. I'd probably get irritated. I like, was irritated. Probably we had our anniversary dinner. I got some tickets for hosting the Christmas party for Sandcastle. And we had tickets for a full show, four-course meal. Tell me why I was eating both our bowls of soup, both of our <laughs> entrees. And after, like, the second <laughs> serving, I was done. I said, you know what? I don't even want to stay for the show. Let's get out of here. You were like, I'm not even going to let this shit go to waste. Right, my fat ass eating all this food by myself. <laughs> and he's just, like, looking at the table like, oh, my goodness. Damn. You know, Sandcastle isn't cheap, girl. Oh, yeah, it's definitely not. It's crazy because I wanted to take Ted there, but he ended up having to leave. Like, we didn't have time. Like, I don't know. With me and Brian, I, you said that you and Tab, like, food is what brings you guys together. I have no idea what me, brings me and Brian together. <laughs> like, I love him so much, and he and he definitely loves me, but, girl, the Saipanese and me, if you are Saipanese <laughs> and you are listening to this podcast... There are some times where my voice is just so high-pitched. It's like I'm a banshee screaming. Just the other day, Naomi and I yes. were FaceTiming. And oh my god, I'm just like... I, I, I was scared. <laughs> Girl, I was scared. I was like, oh, shit, shit is about to fucking go down. Like, oh, all hell broke loose. And when I yell, I'm like that Antigua oh, yeah. Chamorro woman where she will just, she needs to get the last word in. She will probably throw you a couple seeds of rice. She will <laughs> probably, you know, throw you a lumpia or two. Or the pot. No. <laughs> I haven't done that yet. You know, pots are <laughs> pots are very expensive. I don't know if I'll throw that. I mean, I, I did. Like le- was- I learned how to fix a patch in the wall. You know. Yeah, I felt like I was fucking getting in trouble myself when I heard. I think alcohol is what brought me and Brian together. Really, that's toxic, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, so is Britney Spears, and look at her; she's living her best life. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, that's very interesting. I, I love how even though, our, you know, you can find love with people who are just so opposite. Yeah. Like, it's it's good to share culture. I love, like, it's not like back in the day where whites only married whites and Spanish only married Spanish. And, you know, like you yeah. said earlier in our other segment, you know, there's no full-blooded tomorrow anymore. Yeah. But it's good because our culture is actually a very shared culture. Oh, yeah. Especially out here in the States, too. A lot of people still, you know, um, keep the tradition going. Or still... Like, they're opening up so many Chamorro restaurants and food trucks out in the States. And I love that. I love it, too. I mean, Red Rice in Las Vegas is pretty good. I loved it. The tomorrow style barbecue, like that's what I just did um, this past weekend, and Tev loved it, and I even made red rice as well, and he loved that, and he was like, "Man, like every time I cook tomorrow food, he loves it." 
and not only that like with food it's so don't you find it so hard like you can't just make a two-person meal i find myself when i make something i'm eating it for like the next five days because i just don't (laughs) i don't like one i don't like to waste food two i love i love leftovers i love leftovers i know especially when it comes to barbecue and red rice leftovers taste better the next day and the next day after that and I feel like tomorrow's too can survive. Like, I have a can of Spam, a can of tomato oh, yeah. sauce, a can of corn, a can of green beans. We can make, like, canned food into an actual, like, dish. Dish. A cuisine, girl. A cuisine, yeah. And that should be The category cool, is like, canned food realness. <laughs> I, just, I just love, like, the fact that he, he loves our culture, too. Right, and Brian too, he was saying that he wants to retire, actually. He wants to end his career in Guam. And I'm like, why would you do that? We're probably going to get a divorce before that. Hell no. Yeah, Tav loves Guam so much. And I'm just like, honestly, babe, I don't want to go back home. Like, I love when we're old. Maybe when we're old, yes. I love Guam so much. Don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on Guam. I'm not hating on the CNMI. But I love me some Walmart. I love me some, you know, (laughs) next day shipping. Yeah, <laughs> that is so true. I'll tell you what I do like, really miss about home is getting fresh coconut or like fresh fruits or a fresh mango. Yes, yes. Oh my God. Or just going or to just the backyard and pulling like a young mango and then mixing it with some tamarind, some aji, Tabasco, doni, and then you're good, girl. My mouth is watered. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was just saying my mouth watered, man. That's what's that's what's really good about being from the island, right? Other than diabetes, you have and access. <laughs> you have access to all of that good stuff, and then the beach is just right there. Like no matter where you go, there's a beach. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh my goodness, we went camping one time here, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, the sand looks different, whatever. And then we got into the water. Oh no, girl, can oh no. It was like stepping in I, mud. I, it was, ooh. It was I was Tev, Yeah, I was telling Tev if I can't see the bottom, girl, I will not freaking put my feet in there. No, no. I'm so used to like, you know, the clear waters. I really, went- I really miss home. Like, I haven't been away too long as other people, but I really, really miss home. And if it wasn't oh, yeah. for the outrageous amount that you have to pay for a plane ticket, I would probably be there Go more back and often. Forth. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. Same. Even, like, Ted, too, he would always tell me about the plane tickets. Like, man, it's just so freaking expensive. Even during, like, peak season, like, holidays and stuff like that. I love how we have a lot of similar feelings about this. I'm sure there's a lot of people um, out here stateside who can relate to everything that we're saying. You can't really be yourself, like, your true self, even the way you talk, like... Like um, your, like the the words you use, like when you're either saying leche or like when you're just talking, yeah, in general. Slang. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like they're not gonna, you know, they can't relate. Like my even, favorite one, my favorite one is, oh, you speak really good English. I I would never expect that you're from Guam. I just really atem bananas dog. Like I feel so offended. <laughs> like fuck. I know. I've I've got that a few times too. Like, oh, you you sound, you, your English is, is really good. Right. It's Just really like, mm-hmm. speak impeccable English. Like, what the hell did you want me to speak? Like, dog or. <laughs>
Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, but you know what? I am a snowflake, and I just feel like if you're crazy, you have no idea about tomorrows. Like we are crazy. The tomorrow crazy. Like I tell people, you think it? I feel like tomorrow women are like a hybrid between African American women and Latino women. Like we are just on yeah. some other level. I don't know if it's, if it's the MSG or. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, you know the thing about us too. The thing about us too is we don't show that we're crazy until you give us a reason to. I don't know about you. I I make it known. Well, you've just been crazy, bitch. That's just you. But I'm right. saying, like, us in tomorrow. If you don't give us a reason to, you know, we have like amazing hospitality. Like we're very welcoming. You know, we're respectful. Until you disrespect us, you give us a reason. Right. That's it. I would definitely agree with that. I would so agree with that. Yeah. And we're very friendly oriented too. Not only family, but friendly. Definitely. Like I find myself, even though I say that I didn't want to get close to anybody here. I, it's just such a guam, a tomorrow custom to be like, come over. I would love to have dinner with you and your family. Come over. Let's, you know, share recipes or, you know, share. I, mm-hmm. I love promoting our island lifestyle our island food especially our mm-hmm. just our beliefs and our values we're all about getting yeah. together being together i mean i don't know about right now with covid and everything mm-hmm. but definitely i feel that i really feel that anyone in america or wherever you are would say tomorrow people are probably one of the most hospitable people you'll oh, ever yeah. meet in your life i i agree and a lot of people aren't like that nowadays. Everyone's just like to themselves. Like, I it could be like a trust issue thing with a lot going on right now. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, yeah, I definitely agree with you. We are like the most hospitable people you could you could probably come across. So stay tuned. We're gonna do another commercial break, and we will back. We will back. We will be back. We will be back. We will be back. <laughs> be back. Be back soon. Pimamala. <laughs> We have reached the end of our show and we'd like to close out with a little segment we call, You Know Your Tomorrow When. So you know your tomorrow when all the Zoris are outside the house. (laughs) Girl, you know the family, when you have a big family, they all come over. You know everyone's there when everyone's slippers are outside. None of the shoe racks that's ever made girls ever big enough, ever. It's all piled up right in front of the door how about you know your tomorrow when your soy sauce and your vinegar is under the sink next to the Clorox <laughs> and it has to be the big bottle too yeah it has like to be the, the giant jug. one the one from Costulet <laughs> well thanks everyone for listening to our first episode of our podcast again thank you guys Malao. yes that's T-E-A-M-A-M-A-L-A-O Follow us on Instagram and also on Spotify. All right. Thanks, everyone. Stay tuned for episode two.